Um, I, I got to set you up with a little bit of a uh, story on to why you're on the show today. Okay. So my wife is going through a master's program, and she was doing homework the other night. You know, it's about 9.30, and I'm like, well, I guess I'll just go lay in bed and watch, you know, something on my phone for a little bit. I start watching your show about 9.30 that night. The next thing I know, it's 11 o'clock, and I've done nothing but watch you camp. <laughs> Well, sorry to uh, <laughs> affect your day like that. No, it was it was it was one of those things where you lose an hour and a half. You have no idea where it went, but you just feel good about it. I mean, and we can get into it why it's so fascinating. But you're a guy who goes on YouTube and you camp, right? That is that is it. Yeah, in a nutshell. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's insane. And uh, uh, you've got uh, let's see. Last check, I saw you're over 230,000 subscribers, over 25 million views. It really is unbelievable. I I don't know why people watch it, so <laughs> I, I, I keep making them. Well, let's start out with kind of the basis of the show, because uh, it, it seems like your YouTube channel has kind of evolved over time. I believe at one point it was like Cooking with Steve and then a couple other things. And now you're, you're camping with Steve, and so people know what they're getting into. It's not like survivalist camping or anything like that. It's just... It's you camping, correct? Yeah, it is just camping with normal, well, sometimes unusual things, but mostly normal stuff you get from the hardware store and just regular camping. Nothing nothing too extreme about it, aside from some locations. Well, I mean, you you have done, you know, like camping in the back of a U-Haul in, you know, minus 35. Uh, uh, there was, you know, camping with no equipment, which that was the one that got me hooked. Oh, yeah. It was chilly. <laughs> You're just out in the middle of Canada, camping, no tent, no nothing, just a sleeping bag and a fire. Yep. But uh, How they did it in the old days, you know, just a bedroll and a can of beans and a fire. Well, I got to ask because, you know, like I said, you know, your your channel has, seems like it's evolved over time. At what point did you go, wow, there's something to this people watching me camp? Well, I'd originally, I wanted a cooking channel and then I wanted a comedy channel. Okay. And I wanted a camping channel. And you typically have to do three different channels because it's not the same audience. And I kind of combined them all into one. And I started uh, going to school out of town. Okay. And rent was fairly prohibitive in that other town. And I thought, what a perfect opportunity to film this and put it on YouTube. And that's kind of when things started clicking and people were following me for the adventures. And they seemed to enjoy hanging out with me on YouTube. So uh, from there, I took off. Was there a moment or a video that it was really like, oh, my God, I struck gold? Yeah, when I camped out in the backyard in minus 35 or something, that was a, kind of a realization that I'd, I'd hit something because I had no idea there were so many people actually following me. I didn't even keep track of how many subscribers I had back then. And the comments started pouring in, and then I got a million views on it, and I said, yikes, this is, uh, this is getting out of control. I better focus on this a little more seriously. <laughs> uh, Steve Wallace from Camping with Steve joining me on the line right now. Uh, it's just, it really is just fascinating stuff. I just, I keep going back and watching different stuff and it's just, I, I don't know what, you found a formula that just works because I love the setup. I love watching you cook for some reason. And it's not like you're doing anything, you know, mind bending. You're just, you're out having a really good time, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's, I wouldn't do it if I wasn't having a good time. How long can you sustain this, I guess is a good word. Having having an idea is the uh, the crucial thing, you know, a unique idea. And I've got ideas for months. So, you know, I've, I have the luxury of spending a little more time and money on these things now because YouTube is, there's ad revenue and some t-shirt sales. So I've scaled back my normal work day uh, to a few days a week, actually, to focus more on the YouTube. And as long as my midlife crisis keeps 
evolving. There's going to be crazier <laughs> stuff happening on YouTube. Well, that's what I was going to ask you, and and this, but I don't want you to think that I'm asking how much you make. But you know, does the YouTube support? I mean, does that pay the bills, or is there another job? I think at one point you were doing furnaces, I believe. Yeah, I do some furnace repair, and YouTube is it's up and down. You know, yeah. There's some days where I say I could live very comfortably on this. And then other days it drops off and I have to come up with a new video. So it's not really stable enough to put all my eggs in that basket. But okay. if I diversify and you know, I don't have a Patreon or anything, people do send me beer donations, which is great. But uh, it could be in the cards in the future. How did step two come around? Because I think uh, I, I saw that on some of the later videos. and I thought that was just brilliant. Well, it was an old saying. Every time we went camping, we'd get something accomplished, right? Just a menial nothing task and then step two was always to crack a beer so <laughs> we've got we've got the tent unloaded or the fire started that was step one and step two is to crack a beer uh, i was going to say you've got uh, you've got the different uh, uh sayings in there i like hunker down which uh, those are the t-shirts that are available correct yeah yeah there's a uh, hunker down i'm working on some other designs but that's the one i have up right now it, is there a chance for a uh, step two or uh, stage two yes there is uh, a subscriber sent me a bunch of designs for t-shirts and i have to actually upload them onto the t-shirt printing company and and they're going to be some step twos some hunker downs different designs crazy neighbor one <laughs> crazy neighbor is funny because at first the first time when i saw saw them you know i was i, I was kind of going out of order for your uh, for your videos and yep. all of a sudden this guy with the beard shows up and it's like who the hell is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> he, he's my actual neighbor. Oh, uh, and, and you're based out of Edmonton, I believe? Yeah, Edmonton, Alberta. Oh, awesome. And so is a lot of your camping kind of in that area, or how far have you actually traveled to do these shows? I travel into British Columbia, so out to the coast, uh, close to, well, Vancouver, Victoria, so close to Seattle. And I've, I've gone that far. I don't go east very often, but that could change this year because I'm looking at a longer trip and kind of exploring, meeting up with some subscribers potentially. How many subscribers have said, hey, will you come camping with us? Oh, there's there's lots. Uh, so I, <laughs> I, I try to get back to people and, and respond to the comments, but I, I do get offers, you know, if you're ever in um, wherever, come, yeah. come and go camping with us. And they'll supply the step twos, of course. <laughs> but uh, I'm going to organize it into kind of more meetups at a, at a campsite somewhere. So... That's in the plans. You you might want to have a couple bodyguards with you because that might turn into a really weird horror film real quick. <laughs> well, I'll have to I'll have to bring Crazy Neighbor, I guess, my backup. How was that step two, Steve? You feel a little lightheaded. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I'll bring my own step twos, I guess. There you go. <laughs> I don't mean to scare you. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Steve Wallace from uh, his YouTube, uh, Camping with Steve, is on the line with me right now. We've kind of covered the, the the actual camping camping part, but you've done some other stuff like it's the urban camping, camping where you're not supposed to, camping in a airport security lot or parking lot, excuse me. Has there been some of these that haven't worked out or have you got caught or any wild stories where it's like, okay, maybe this wasn't such a great idea to try and camp here? It's a matter of time until I do get caught. I'm pretty sure of it. And, you know, that all kind of stemmed from being living so far from any normal places to camp where people would usually camp. So that airport one, I was a little bit nervous. I was about to pack up because I figured I was busted for sure. And I didn't know the technicalities on it. It didn't seem 
like it should be legal, but I didn't see anywhere that said it was illegal. So I went ahead and decided I'll just plead ignorance if I get caught, but that security guard was getting pretty close to the car. Oh man, you know, I just got off this long trip and I just thought I'd hang out here and take a, you know, I'm going to take off in the morning. Well, I was, I was running through excuses in my mind, right? And I don't think I would be in severe trouble. It would just be a little embarrassing to get caught. And, you know, I got all this camera equipment with me and I had my silver play button with me. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's all set up to film. So I think people would be a little curious and probably concerned. (laughs) Uh, What are the other uh, characters on your show is a beautiful wife who is not on camera because she doesn't want the YouTube stuff. What does she think of all this? Uh, She is behind it uh, at first when I was doing the initial YouTube videos. You know, we said, you know, one day it would be great to just travel around and do YouTube. And it was kind of a pipe dream. It's becoming looking like a little more of a reality now. But uh, she's been absolutely supportive the whole way. And she comes up with a lot of the good ideas, too, like the airport parking lot. That was her idea. Oh, really? So, yeah. And no, she's not trying to get me out of the house. <laughs> well, I was wondering really, that because you go camping a lot. There's a lot uh, of guys be, that wish they could do what you're doing, and you're and you're just doing it. Oh well, yeah, I, I bring her with me too sometimes. So it's uh, it's nice. It's camping is something we love, and she's worked in a campground before, so it's not not that strange of a thing for her to go out camping a fair. Uh, I like the uh, one where you guys went to the. Uh, it was some spooky location for Halloween. Yeah, that was her idea too. The ghost town camping. Because I said, you know, we got to come up with something for Halloween, Halloween special. You know, we were thinking we we'd met in a cemetery actually. Uh, we both had it. <laughs> we both had summer jobs at the cemetery, and uh, you know, long story short, uh, we ended up getting married. But we thought, you know, camping in a cemetery would be kind of a spooky one. But I know I get called out because it would be disrespectful to yeah. the dead and. Guaranteed some subscriber or something would see the relative's uh, marker in the background or something. Yeah. So I said, well, Ghost Town's the second spookiest thing, and the scariest food I can think of is Spam. So we had Spam for dinner. Uh, you know what? You you guys knock Spam for being scary, but Spam prepared the right way is awesome. You know, I'll, I'll take your word on that. That was as far as I'm willing to experiment with that food product. I will put it this way, Triton Chili. Mm, well, I, I'll think about it. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I can't I won't believe... Make a, you've never I had... Won't make uh, a big batch. <laughs> you've never had chill, uh, Spam in your chili? Nope, I've never had... I've had ground beef and beans and, you know, the usual stuff. I've, uh, no, I, I haven't put Spam in the chili yet. I, I'm telling you right now, try it. It's, it's awesome. I'll take it into consideration. <laughs> After this, nope. <laughs> Uh, Steve Wallace joining me right now. Um, You know, with the food in mind, you do cook a lot. You said that you uh, wanted to have a cooking channel at one point. What's been the hardest thing to prepare while camping? Because you get into some, you do a lot of pasta. Yes, I do. uh, I I get called out for calling it pasta (laughs) pasta. I don't know. Anyway, those are the fairly easy. The one-dish ones are what I aim for. And usually I'll Google for one-dish recipes before I go out. Okay. And tweak them a little bit. If I'm doing multiple things, you know, like uh, if I'm cooking a steak and then doing an oil and garlic pasta and making some asparagus or something, it's hard to get them all timed right on a campfire. So yeah. I strive for those one pot things, slow cooker things, you know, those type of Dutch oven meals. That uh, that wood burner you cook on is awesome. Yeah, that's a real nice one. And uh, I think that's going to last forever. The thing is heavy. 
heavy, heavy, but uh, it is worth it to bring with with us when we're set up for a number of days, you know. Yeah. Nothing for a quick overnight camping trip, but a nice big wood stove and a tent can't be beat. That was the other thing I was going to ask. Uh, uh, you use the uh, the ice shed, like the ice fishing tent a lot. Yeah, so yeah. It, if, you're, if someone's looking at, you know, doing this kind of camping, is that the way to go, that, that style tent? Uh, yeah, if you're doing winter camping, that type of tent would be uh, absolutely perfect. It doesn't have a floor, which is a deal breaker for some, but it's, it works fine up here. There's no creepy crawlies or snakes I need to worry about too much. Yeah, getting into Iowa, you might run into a few of those things. No bears, but yeah, creepy crawlies. Yeah, there's uh, there's always something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Steve Wallace uh, on the line with me right now. Uh, we're getting a little long on the two, so we'll start to wrap things up. What What's the plan for the next year? with this channel? Well, the plan is I'll continue with the weekly uploads every Thursday. I've got a lot more project build type of things going on. You know, I built a camping raft out of rain barrels. Yeah, that, that thing is a, awesome. Well, it has a long uh, a long trip planned down the river. Well, Tom Sawyer it as far as we can go and pretty much sell it at the end or give it away or something. But a lot more stealth camping, a lot more crazy, sp- <laughs> a lot more crazy spots to camp, uh, tree houses, you name it. You know what? That actually brings up an interesting question. What is one place that you'd really like to go camp at? Oh, I would love to go camp in the far north, Alaska, somewhere there. That would be great. In the spring or fall, not really too crazy about the 24-hour daylight or the 24-hour darkness. Yeah. But that, that would be right up on my list of the dream spots to go camping. How about stealth camping? Is there like another one that you're, you know, because you you did the U-Haul, you know, like we said, you did the airport. Is there one place that you're like, wow, this would be pretty cool to do? Well, I'm wearing out my welcome in Edmonton because I'm getting recognized a little bit, especially if I'm carrying camping gear into the woods. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm tempted to uh, try a different city and go a little further towards the, you know, downtown area. See if I can find somewhere almost in plain sight, but just hidden in Enough that there's some excitement and uh, a small amount of risk. Because you were talking about, and, and I don't mean to drag this out, but uh, what is boondocking? Well, boondocking, I, I came across that word years ago when I was researching living in a car. Okay. okay. <laughs> and yeah, I don't know. I get off on tangents. And I said, that's a cool sounding word. And essentially it means camping without being plugged into supplies. So people that go dry camping in an RV with no water or with no services. That's essentially what it means. And it's been co-opted by the van-dwelling community. So boondocking is just kind of referred to as, I guess, living in your van without being plugged in anywhere. So that's that's where that comes from. All right. Yeah, I, I remember you'd brought that up a couple of times, you know, especially with the, like, the U-Haul one and... Uh, uh... Yeah. Uh, when I was living in my RV full-time for three years on the coast, now that was more of the boondocking, uh, purest boondocking. Steve Wallace from Camping with Steve, my guest today. You can find all the information about Camping with Steve at the bottom of the page. Steve, thank you so much. We appreciate it. And don't forget, hunker down.